Hey guys, welcome to Rihanna's Lens, where I interact with you about the components in the STEM field and introduce you to fascinating people who passionately inhabit the scientific and technical frontiers of our society. My name is Rihanna Malhotra and I'm absolutely elated to share this podcast with all of you. On this episode, I'm joined by a guest who's a mechanical engineering student. She also has a robotic startup that her and her team developed 3D printed, well-priced but functional robot arms. She's also actively interested in the STEM fields and encourages more people to join these fields. I'm so glad to welcome and introduce Alexa Burns. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to begin our discussion. Hey, hello everyone. Thank you for having me. So I know mechanical engineering is one field that is so interesting. When you uh, when you learn that course, you can basically make anything in that sense. So um what exactly is it that motivated you to become a mechanical engineer? Uh actually um I came from uh, an engineer family. Uh my dad is also a mechanical engineer. Uh my grandfather is also <laughs> a mechanical engineer. So I I didn't uh had to hesitate <laughs> what to choose uh for my career. And um actually uh I I really love engineering because you can create uh everything out of nothing and and i think it's 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 like magic and and i i love that feeling i love to create things uh so yeah that's why i i choose mechanical engineering and also i think uh mechanical engineering is the basic engineering i mean um with this uh, degree uh i can work uh, in the automotive industry in the space industry uh uh i can work with robots i can write uh, uh simulations programs i can design uh cad models or or whatever i want so uh it's i think it's the basic engineer so i think uh, that's why it's it's also a great career uh opportunity yeah that's really fascinating with one field you can branch out to so many other things and as you said it's like magic i also think that engineers are wizards and witches to be honest <laughs> yes <laughs> um can you describe your educational journey that got you here uh, to become a mechanical engineer uh yeah uh at high school i i went to a language preparatory class uh i learned uh german german is my uh, second language and english is only the third uh maybe you can hear it <laughs> but uh yeah uh i i knew that i want to be an engineer so i took uh advanced mathematics uh classes and advanced physics and uh, it classes and uh after that i went to the university of gyur uh in hungary we call it uh, istván széchenyi university uh Istvan Széchenyi was the greatest Hungarian <laughs> and uh yeah it's it's a technical university and uh I will graduate this fall uh so I I really can't wait to become an engineer 
Right. Um, so that has been a whole journey that got you to become a mechanical engineer. But now, while being an, uh, a mechanical engineering student, you're also um, you also have your own startup, which is based on robotics. So, how has your experience been uh, there so far? It's it's a longer story, but I started uh, uh, this uh, as a uh, research when I was in high school, and uh, I was uh, working on uh, a cheap robotic arm, uh, and I did my research at uh, uh, Peter Pazmány Catholic University, and uh, then when I came to uh, my university, uh, I I wanted to continue this project uh, as a mechanical engineering student, not a high school student. So uh, I was thinking, what can I do? And uh, the solution was uh, making a startup. So uh, I asked. Uh, my friends that if they want to join me and uh, two of them joined me and we started this uh, in uh, 2019 and uh, that year we also won the social impact award which uh, was the, the first step to uh, to us to be a, a real startup and uh, yeah after, uh, now we are uh, seven and uh, we are uh, students from the University of Gyur and uh, I think it's 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 it was a thing out of my comfort zone. Like <laughs> uh, I don't know nothing about business, uh, and and I don't know a lot of things. And uh, suddenly I I needed to know all of them. So it was really really hard. But we got a, a real good mentor, Polly uh, Moenar, who who helped us from the business side. And uh, yeah, I can say I learned a lot about uh, leading a team uh, and uh, I gained leadership skills and, uh, and I also learned uh, professional skills like uh, uh, now I think I'm better at uh, 3D printing and uh, I think my uh, 3D modeling skills were uh, uh, improved. So, so yeah, but... Uh, it's it's still hard, uh, and you know, COVID uh, nineteen happened, and uh, we were planning to work together with hospitals, and uh, we just couldn't. So, so yeah, it was a uh, it was a big challenge, and <laughs> uh, we also had to uh, do our things uh, online. Uh, before uh, this pandemic, we worked together in our uh, little workshop. Uh, we sat together and then we're, we were making uh, things like uh, modeling or, or printing or uh, prototyping or everything. And now we just couldn't be here because uh, everybody needed to go home uh, and uh, we had online classes. So, yeah, it was like a total mess. But I think we, we figured it out how to work together online. So... Yeah, <laughs> we, we actually learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, your whole journey from the scratch to now, it's such a great, it must be such a great experience for you. And also you're still learning. So that's, I think that's a really essential key because uh, no matter how old you are or how young you are, you'll always keep learning. So I think that's great. Um, and, and also, um, 
what exactly is it that brought you to a uh, closer to robots like um what exactly is it that fascinated you to uh, to do a startup in robotics uh when i was a child i always uh watched uh discovery channel and there was a, a series called how it's made and uh yeah you could uh watch what happens inside of an automotive industry and uh, you know these industrial robots were working on uh on car parts and and i was just fascinated watching them like they are uh moving perfectly together and they are actually cute <laughs> and they are like uh, uh it's it's like dancing so i i just i just loved it and uh when i was uh doing my summer job before university i worked at uh at my dad's company and uh i was also uh i was going down to the construction site and i was watching these cute uh industrial robots so i don't know maybe <laughs> i was uh growing up with this and uh and yeah I, i i always wanted to work with robots and now actually that's what i'm doing because i working as a simulations engineering intern at uh, audi hungaria and uh, i'm also uh, leading my startup so yeah <laughs> Yeah I really think that um since you were surrounded with so many mechanical engineers in your house that really got you into that environment that you could work with uh equipment and you could also do an internship how you mentioned in your uh, dad's firm so that you got more experience so um, yeah. yeah I think uh things must be easier for you in university is it Yeah yeah actually and uh I'm also writing now my uh thesis uh in hungary we have to write a thesis uh, before we finish our studies and uh and my uh professor is also uh working at the automotive uh industry so it's it's really it's all coming together <laughs> and uh, now as a mechanical engineer are you working on any big projects that you can talk about uh yeah actually but i'm working on more uh, projects that i i can talk about because <laughs> industrial secrets and stuff so uh yeah but uh you know we are uh developing our prosthetic arm and it's still in development so i think it's one of my biggest projects and uh, we also started to develop a diy uh robotic arm for uh, children who want uh, a cool robotic arm but uh, don't need a prosthetic arm so it will be for them and uh, it's it's also a really big project because actually we are working on a toy and we don't know anything about the uh, toy industry so i would say it's also a big project and actually i'm working on my car <laughs> i just bought a car and uh i i need uh some things to improve on it so i'm i'm working on it and it's still a big project because i'm not a vehicle engineering student 
uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of hard, but I will figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I really think the robotic arms that you're working on for as toys and even as prosthetic um, arms for people that are uh, clinically challenged. I think that's really uh, important, and you're in a way helping those kids that can't really move around as much. So that's really awesome to hear. Um, are you thinking of working on any other prosthetics as well, other than arms, like legs, for example? Uh, no, no, uh, I don't think so because uh, prosthetic legs are so cool that they actually don't need. Uh, an improvement and uh, you can uh, get uh, learning prosthetics uh, learning prosthetic uh, legs but uh, when you want uh, a prosthetic arm there are no learning prosthetics so uh, that's why uh, we are doing this whole startup because uh, we don't want a fancy fully functional uh, prosthetic arm we want uh, a learning prosthetic Arms, so children can uh, learn how to to use one, and uh, and just that feeling that they have uh, another arm. Uh, yeah, and uh, we are also planning to make a physiotherapy program uh, with our uh, prosthetics. So, so yeah, uh, I I want to stay uh, at uh, prosthetic arms. Wow, that's really interesting uh, that you're also going into physiotherapy. It really helps uh, people that are challenged. So um, kudos to you. You're doing a great job. Um, now, <laughs> now robots, they are beneficial to us, but also as we're slowly progressing into developing technology, I think robots will someday outsmart us. What do you think about that? Um. One day they might be, but it will not happen in maybe 200 years, I guess. <laughs> and I hope. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, we were working on uh, a project uh, at Audi where we wanted to replace uh, humans with robots, but we just can't because, you know, uh, we can uh, catch uh, things, uh, grab things and uh, uh, with our uh, hands and nothing will be like a human hand. So you can't replace a human. And uh, maybe they will outsmart us, but they, I mean, a human can be replaced in so many uh, fields. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I completely agree. There are some fields that can make humanity redundant, but then there are others that uh, robots will depend on. So um, let's see how yeah, that goes. Yeah, exactly. hopefully, hopefully not um, like in the current state. So hopefully <laughs> 200 years. Let's just hope for that. Yeah, and uh, we are the ones who are writing the programs to the robots and not... Uh, I mean, it's it's really scary uh, to think about that uh, robots will be uh, able to write each other's program. But uh, yeah, as I said, it won't happen in 100 years or 200, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I completely agree. 
Um, now let's move on to the STEM field, since I hear you're also very interested about that. So why do you think more people and more women and especially should join these fields? Why should there be more diversity in the STEM fields? Good question. I had a TEDx uh, talk about this topic and uh, I think uh, we need more women in STEM fields because uh, actually we live in a, a male-centered world. Everything is made for uh, males. And uh, it's just not good because uh, when I, I drive a car or when I'm, I'm buying a phone or a new watch or, or everything that is called uh, uh, unisex, it's, it's just not because uh, everything is designed for the average male. For example, I can't uh, drive these uh, big uh, SUVs because I... I just can't uh, reach the wheel correctly. So I'm, I'm sitting in front of the cockpit and it's, it's just not good because um, when I have a crash, uh, I will definitely die because this car is just not designed for my... Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I had three meetings today in German and... It's not a <laughs> I just find English word size okay <laughs> so it's not designed my uh, size so yeah uh, that's a big problem and also uh, uh, for example my phone I love that example because my hands are always uh, hurting because uh, I can't hold my phone actually and uh, it hurts me to to actually uh, uh, watch a video or or uh, just uh, scroll through Facebook uh, because it was designed uh, for bigger hands. So yeah, uh, that's why I think uh, we need more women because uh, if there were more women engineers or developers or testers, uh, these uh, problems uh, will came out uh, and and. And uh, a female engineer or designer uh, would say that, okay, but it's, it's not good for us. Uh, so, yeah, and I hope it will change soon because, uh, as I mentioned, it can cost lives. So that's, that's really uh, uh, not a good thing. Yeah, I really hope so too, that more women join the STEM fields. And um, especially in the engineering field, I know that's a very male-dominated field. So has that been a challenge for you? Yeah. Uh, at, at the office, uh, I have only one female colleague. Uh, and uh, when I started university, I had to uh, make... Uh, how can I say... Uh, we had to do a ground training uh, and uh, we had to learn uh, things uh, like uh, how to write a CNC program uh, or how to uh, use the turning machine or, or something. And there was a, a teacher who, who just said that the first, in the first five minutes that uh, uh, my uh, second name is uh, Jofi 
and uh, and she said, ah, Jofika, uh, I think you never uh, hold a, a screwdriver. And I was just like sitting there like, what? You don't even know me. And uh, yeah, and I, I, I got really, uh, I got really angry about it that that he thinks that I don't know nothing. And, and he was always like uh, saying uh, to me uh, that uh, I'm doing this wrong, I'm doing that wrong, that's not good. And the other guys uh, were doing uh, also what I was doing. So, yeah. And uh, I also get uh, compliments that, uh, uh, at the factory that, oh, you look so good. Uh, and, and I just don't want that. So uh yeah it's 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 harder but i hope uh people will learn how to uh behave with uh women and uh, it will get better yeah that's really shocking to hear i hope it changes and um it's the 21st century and still people are like this it really should change yeah exactly <laughs> Lastly, to conclude this interview, um, is there any advice that you would like to give to uh, any engineers that would like to come in this field? Uh, yeah, I would say uh, never give up because <laughs> it sounds like a cliche, but uh, it's, it's not. If you are thinking that uh, about your, your future, that uh, it's, it's, it's really good if you get through engineering school, the world will open to you and, and you can do anything you want. Like, as I mentioned before, engineering is, is, is like magic and you can create everything out of nothing. And, and this feeling, uh, if you think about it, it will help you through your exam period. Uh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that uh, kept me alive. Uh, through engineering school because sometimes it's really hard so so really never give up because we need engineers we need good engineers who love what uh, they uh, are doing and uh, yeah maybe that's all <laughs> yeah that's some really great advice well that's it for today thank you so much for coming on and taking out some time to interact with me I had a really great time discussing mechanical engineering with you and I'm sure even the audience had a great time listening to it. To let all of you know, the podcast is now available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker and Pocket Cast. Make sure you subscribe to all listening platforms and stay tuned for more. Alexa, is there anything you'd like to say before we leave? No, maybe that's... Sorry for my English. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I had a great discussion with you. I, it was great to hear your insights, especially. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.